Welcome back to the Cleb and Twee show. This is episode nine. Good to have everybody along. I've been having a lot of fun. I'm Tweez. I'm Cleb. Was that the like the b b b b Wallace? Yeah, that. Yeah, that was a little bit of that. Or it was a stutter. It was tough to say. It was very long. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> this is our second intro we've recorded. I still have the weird throat <laughs> yeah, issue. Yeah, it's, it's not so going I apologize. Um, yeah, welcome back, guys. Episode 9. Obviously, a little bit of a quick turnaround since our... We, <clears throat> there it is again. <laughs> so we, t- we took that, that week off. Yeah, we, the weekend took, off. we took the weekend off for, uh, for Easter um, to kind of spend time with our families, and we hope you guys did the same. But a uh, quick turnaround. We're back here on a Thursday night like we normally are. Back to our usual schedule. Um, but of course it won't come out till that original Monday. So we're kind of go back to our, our normal schedule. We're back in the swing of things. Got some good stuff to talk about. Uh, I'm a one man show today, guys. You're going to have to bear with me. I hope you like the sound of my voice. I was going to let you keep going as long as you could. I was running out of things to say, so I'm glad you came back. I can tell. All right. So anyways, back into this, let's jump down the, um, the list here again, week nine after a little bit of a week off. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, sorry for the, the delay, guys. I hope you guys did enjoy that time uh, without having to listen to our uh, our sad faces. So here we go. The memento of this week, we kind of talked about a pre-show, yep. is something that me and you both share. We happen to bring with us today. Yep. Um, it was just, I mean, I, I didn't know you were bringing yours. You probably didn't know I was going to have my No, it just happened house. to be the same thing, which is actually um, really cool. Uh, and here it is. And you probably couldn't see that because this is a podcast, not a video podcast. Uh, we both gave a very sad, frowny face. Almost, um, almost like a, hey, little Timmy fell down the well and, and that type of Lassie thing. can't find him. Right. Yeah, he's, he's not coming back. So uh, that is a memento and specifically pertaining to this three-game stretch against the Tampa Bay. Uh, we will call them Devil Rays, sense of how they played uh, towards us. Which will pretty much just roll us on into the old Tigers update that we get to every week. Now, I, I do want to you know, briefly rem- yeah. remind people that Memento is not necessarily something that's you know always so current. Usually things that remind us of our past. So right. the reason that the frowny face is... Uh, <laughs> reminds me of my past. Okay. <laughs> it reminds us of the Tigers past. Because past, of, past three days. <laughs> because of the um, the bullpen, which we're going to hit in our Tigers update. So let's jump straight into the um, this week's sad excuse of three baseball games um obviously they were in tampa um and as many people know if you don't know tampa plays in a dome yep uh, tropicana field and there's there's a lot of weird things that go on in the dome there's kind of uh a, a, a real element of home field advantage yeah, they play on turf the ball reacts differently to turf um, the way the stadium is built with the roof on top the roof is basically painted white so you know if you didn't know, baseball is also majority of the baseball. <laughs> right, white there's some laces that are red. Yeah. But obviously you look up into a white screen and a white ball goes up there. It's, it's going to be hard to track like you would any other time. Thoughts on playing with a black baseball inside stadiums like that? I've always thought about playing like a glow-in-the-dark baseball with like a, like a neon green baseball. Yeah. So you just turn the lights off and... It's probably really unsafe. And <laughs> it would be very unsafe. Also, nowhere near an answer to my question. No. <laughs> you really just went around it. <laughs> it it's something I... <laughs> Jeez, I felt like Trump answering like a like a yeah. politic question. Yeah. Like, I'm well, great. this, but, you know, fake yeah. news. Uh, so, um, huge. That's my best Trump voice. Um, no, H is just huge. <laughs> Yeah. Uh my skin's not orange, so it'll yeah. never be him. <laughs> but to kind of, we're gonna bring it back in yeah. now. Um I would be certainly okay with it, but I've always been under the 
First of all, why do you have a dome in Florida? Beautiful weather. Yeah, right. absolutely. It makes no sense. Maybe as a northern state, have yeah. a dome. Okay. No AL Central team has a dome. Exactly. Uh, as far as, an, was there two or three, I think, in the entire majors? Yeah, there's not many left. So, side question. This just made me think of it. Have you ever been the guy that's... Because I'm more of the guy that I think every field should be the same dimensions. Just because of, say a guy, say a lefty for the Yankees gets that short porch in right field that we always talk about that's, you know, 320. So a lazy fly ball leaves, but, you know, say at Comerica Park, it's 376 down the line. So a career, say Miguel's career, could probably, he could have a 50 home run season if he's playing in Yankee Stadium for the 81 games. Absolutely loves to hit it out to right. Absolutely. Um, I've thought about it. I think that's part of kind of going back to, when we talked about baseball and how it's a very unique sport where there's a human element, I think that kind of adds a human element into it okay. a little bit. Obviously, a ballpark isn't a human, um, but human I think had to build it. Yeah, a hu- for the most part, I, right. I'm not really sure. Um, but the, um, <laughs> you know, we we talked about it being a unique sport with some quirks, and I think it just adds to the quirks. It adds to the the live aspect right. of it. And and maybe this is just me just kind of being stubborn in my ways, but I'm kind of the same way when it comes to the AL and L rules. To me, you should have one set of rules for the entire league. Either the pitcher bats or he doesn't. I mean, I, and I get that. One one change I would like to see to that rule is obviously we go out of town, mm-hmm. our pitchers hit out of town there, right. right? They come into town, their pitchers don't hit. I would like to see that flipped. Okay. I would like to see Justin Verlander, Michael Fulmer, Daniel Norris hit here at home. Right. Where we don't ever get to see them hit. Right. Cause and then when you're away, now the fans get to see their extra DH hit maybe at home in an exciting game, maybe more right. homers. Because uh, the closest... The closest place for us to see Verlander or one of them bat would be Chicago. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'd and have to so, go see them play the, the the Cubbies if yeah. that was the case. And so that's something I would like to see that. I heard that on the radio once. I'm like, that's actually really smart. Yeah. A small tweak that I think would bring in, you know, maybe not a lot more money, but just a little more excitement. Right, I want to see our guys hit at home. There's plenty of people fun. that are on my side that think it's an awful rule. Either get rid of the rule or, you know, just make it one uniform. All, every pitcher bat or every pitcher doesn't bat. But I think, but I think when it comes to the NL, I will give the guys that manage in the NL more props than the AL, because there's a lot more switching. And when you got to pull them, there's a lot of times. Yeah, I can leave Verlander out there for eight innings because I know Vmart's coming up for the DH spot in the eighth. But it's like, okay, if I'm if I'm in a National League ballpark, I can't. Exactly. So there's a lot of times. But that being said, I think the pitcher gets a leg up with his ERA and stats. Because every third inning yeah. he gets an automatic out. Almost. You get, and, and that's I think also why you clearly see the the two different fields. Right, we get a um, a Cy Young winner, we get you know a MVP for either side, right? right? So there's you know it wouldn't be fair if you did match it up. I think it would take away all of those awards that people have the ability to receive. Which can even a, a, apply this to Tigers baseball itself. They always say an American League pitcher going to the National League is easier. Um, National League pitcher coming to the American League almost gains an entire run on their ERA. So, for example, you know, Jordan Zimmerman doesn't get that almost free out every third inning to kind of pat the stats a little bit. Exactly, which could be what we're seeing here. Obviously, he's still struggling a little bit. I I think there's still some lasting effects from that neck injury where he's not 100%, like you saw Verlander with the core injury a couple years ago. Um, But hopefully it's not a whole year-long recovery like JV's turned into be. And that kind of tags right into what we started talking about before our slight, you know, (laughs) we never sidetracked. That's not what we do in the show. No, that's not us. Um, Maybe Uh, that should be. Nice. (laughs) But um, the, uh, you know, Zinnerman pitched in the series. Didn't do horrible, but by no means did well. Right. Really nobody, whether it was Norris, Fulmer, or Zimmerman, 
They didn't pitch poorly by any means, but none of them blew your socks off. Exactly. Now, Zimmerman's game was a little bit unique in the fact of, one, how it ended, and two, just the weird errors and the weird hits they got, and that ties into, you know, the roof. So the reason, if you were watching that game, it was, uh, I don't even know what day that was when he pitched. Uh, that would have been yesterday? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes, it would have been Wednesday. Was that yesterday? Yeah. So, anyway, so anyway, so there's um, two baseballs that dropped right in kind of right center field. Right, almost between Kinzer, two or three guys. Kinzer was running back for the second one. He had a beat on it. You could tell he was going for it. Then all of a sudden, pulled off as if his teammate had called it. And so after the game, we find out. It was a fan that said, I got it. Right, and because it's the Tampa Bay is so horrible and no one ever comes to their games. All you could 12 hear, fans. Yeah. You could hear anyone's voice. Yeah. Um, <coughs> You can hear anyone's voice there clearly, and so that's something that one is it. It's sad that it happened. Yeah, it is, and it's a little unfair. Um, but also, it's part of the game. It's part of where you're at. Right. Um, so they kind of made some adjustments. Are those the two reasons that we lost the game? By no means, no. Right. It just makes him his stats not look as good. Makes him pitch a little harder. Makes him more stressed. More exactly. pitches. Then you but, get in. I mean, they sit eight and seven, and five out of the seven starts thus far were non-quality starts out of your starter. Exactly. So this team is already shaping up to be what we know it is. <clears throat> big bats, big arms, nothing in the middle. Exactly. I mean, <coughs> you look at that Zimmerman game, and we're going into the ninth inning with what? A, a two-run two run lead, right? It was a one-run lead because Alex Adot gave up the... Exactly, a one-run lead. Run. So it was 7-6. Seven, yep, 7-6. Seven, then K-Rod comes in, and what's, he loads the bases... Um, gets, I believe, a strikeout. Yes. And now we have one out. Mm-hmm. Um, then gives up a double play ball, from the most part a double play ball, to Kinsler. Kinsler makes not the best throw to second base, gets the guy out at second, and now um, Iglesias goes for the hero throw as he's falling from his slip. Um, one, he gets hit, and two, the throw is horrible, gets passed, and now the, the winning run scores right. after the tying run scores. So think, try, even just try to do this at home, as you're falling back, or really... Because normally you step into a throw yeah. or at least be able to throw flat-footed and get some arm behind it. Throw 90 to 100 feet, um, flat-footed, falling backwards or to your side, and let me know how many times you remotely come close to a target. Now, actually, I, w- I would even, prefer him to hold on to that ball as he go, was falling down. But If you go back and watch it, it's even harder. Because if I'm falling back, I can at least throw up in the air right. and get an arc on it. He actually fell forward. Yeah. So imagine laying on your stomach. Trying to throw anywhere high, like you said, 90 feet. Because it, it almost seems like he caught his like toe or something on yep, the bag. He slipped off the bag. And I then mean, it wasn't the best throw by Kinsler. We've certainly seen those two make better plays. They're honestly, in my, in my opinion, not because I'm a Tiger Slappy. I think they're two of the better, one of the better middle infield combos. I, I, I would say top five easily. Yeah. And that's that's just not American League. I think that's majors. Yeah, I mean, both of those guys really know what they're doing. Um, but that was kind of tough to see. But that being said, what you mentioned before, K-Rod comes in, loads him up. So you get you he walks the, the first batter. He walks the first batter. Let me tell you, any young <laughs> listeners out there, any long, young baseball players or lead old off, baseball players, lead off walks kill. Yeah, for any position, any any pitcher, whenever you come in, never. It just sets the wrong tone for the game. Your first pitch should be a strike. If it's a home run, cool. At least you threw a strike. And that's where his three-two pitch on the on the walk to start the inning. Bounced up to home plate. You got to give yourself a chance because what we just said, he can't have a leadoff walk, especially in the ninth inning. And he's already been shaky thus far. With, I mean, yeah, he's five of seven. Okay, but yeah, you check out his earned run average. His last like five innings of work, he's given up six hits and like three earned. Like it's just really bad stats. We've, it's, we've talked about it in the past. He's a he's a closing pitcher who comes in after. Lots of you know relievers and starters who throw nineties, and he I don't even know if he can touch ninety now. I, I think I've seen it, but no. 
he's he's high 80s high to mid 80s consistently and that's something that you know as we kind of talked about that's one of my middle scores can throw that fast right. and i don't think you'd want that person trying to lock down your game and you can speak and test this more than i can as a pass pitcher uh, i think i might have pitched actually once in the league but that was a long time ago think about it your fastball is only 88 and your changeup is 83 that's not really going to look like a huge difference to a major league hitter. Mm-mm. You want that 10 to 15, 20 right. if you can, difference. Right. So when you see a guy like JVs, basically anybody else, any of their starting five, you know, that mid-90s fastball, so that changeup is 82, 85, because mm-hmm. it's got to be an element of change in the speed. Yeah, your arm does the same thing, but the ball's naturally going to come in slower, hence why you guys get guys... You know, looking off balance and having weird swings. Yeah, absolutely. But when there's only four or five difference, it's it's impossible. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a fastball that he can throw by somebody. I really don't know where you go with him from here. Um, obviously, I've already heard Brad, Brad, Brad. I already say that you know I'm still good with him. He's our closer. And how many times do you have to hit your head into the wall before you realize it doesn't work? He's not going to work in the situation that he is because he just doesn't have it anymore. And I don't get it because, and this is something that I don't think we've talked overtly about this, but I hate the idea that there is a seventh inning guy, there is a eighth inning guy, there is a ninth. Go with the best guy at each time. Don't lock one person, one guy into a position. Whether it's hockey, so you go with the hot goaltender, or basketball, you give the ball, you give the ball to the guy the last four trips down, made a basket for it. You always keep the hot hand. So if that's if that's Justin Wilson, Alex Wilson, whether it's K. Rod, Shane Green, Anibal Sanchez. That's funny. Uh, That's a good one. (laughs) Whoever it is that day, I don't care if you have six different guys on your team that have recorded a save. Just give me three damn outs and win the game. That's all I'm asking for. I don't care who it is. There is an element of pressure, and you definitely feel it when you're in there at the ninth inning with only a three-run spare. So I get the idea that you want a closer, but I'm not in the... In the um the clubhouse of it has to be the same guy, right? And not to discount what K. Rod has done. K. Rod has had a beautiful career, probably a Hall of Famer by by yeah, many I people. I think he's in the beautiful. top five uh, pitchers of all time for most saves. For most saves, but sometimes you just have to look in the mirror and realize the arm doesn't do it anymore. You know, it was when he first came in the league and has been a closer for a long time. It was you know it was heat, 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 and that changeup got people off balance. Last year. Uh, it's not really there anymore, and this year it looks even worse. I mean, you can't throw an 88, 88 heater and then try to get them off balance with an 83-84 change. No. I mean, you might have double-A guys that are going to pick that ball up. So that's when we talk about the bullpen. And you know what is cool? When you have somebody in the minor leagues that can throw heat, that can throw a pitch that gets strike who, strikeouts. Who got a chance and went 3-3. Three and three, Yeah, two three flyouts three and a strikeout. Sure seems like those are pretty cool numbers. And fine, you don't want to put the guy in the starting role, but we're saving him. We're bubble wrapping him. And obviously we're talking about Joe Jimenez here. But what says a year or two from now, when he's ready and you feel like, yeah, he's our closer, that this team's not in contention anymore and they're winning maybe 70, 75 ball games. So you wasted how good this kid is. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not asking him, I don't think you are either, to be the closer. No, but bring him up because he he's an arm who clearly has had some success in right. the WBC. The Whip- He's also had some success in his one start that right. he's had here. And these World Baseball Classic, these aren't college kids. No. No, these were these are MLB players. Yeah. So he was striking out a guy like Kinsler, or he was striking out a, a Miguel Cabrera. I actually don't know the stats. I don't know if he ever struck out those two. I'm sure we can get our research department on it and check it out. One of us. 
<laughs> Give us a moment. We'll have something ready for you. But um, but that's where, to me, it's just next man up. Whether it's injury, whether it's the next guy available. You and I have always talked about it before. If there's a guy who can better your situation and you can acquire him or even, in this sense, bring him up and send a guy down, seems like the answer is in the system. You don't have to trade a guy. You don't have to purchase another contract. Exactly. Just bring him back up. Now, we also mentioned this off-air in the, in the show prep. There's nothing they could have done right. They sent him down. The rule is 10 games or 10 days, whatever 10 it days, is. Yep. Can't bring him up after that. So the way that this would have been fixed is to never send him down in the first place. That's that's low. That's past. Let's not get too you know, frustrated within the, right. ourselves on this one. Let's jump on to the next part. You know, Obviously, a quick wrap-up. Tampa, horrible series. Yeah. Glad For the most part, over with. offense never showed. Not um, really. The one game they did, besides that, nothing. Right. Um, we did get another homer today. So yeah. that's the, the, the streak has kind of re, revived right, itself it, a little bit. For Abby actually getting seven runs yesterday, Wednesday... No homers came, so the streak exactly. broke. They finished uh, tied for second. And then we start me. we start the first inning with a yeah. homer. Today. So, um, but also part of the reason why today's game sucked again, we're recording Thursday, um, was due to some health issues. So right off the bat, we had Iggy, my boy Jose Iglesias, was out. Upton's been out for the past couple days. I believe he hurt his wrist sliding. Sliding in, it was like a make wrist, a wrist contact. Exactly. So and then um, wrist contusion is what. Yeah, and then Vmart was out today. Was Vimar out today? Yeah, I think his was more of a rest. But yep. And so I, I put him on health issues every day. Cause he I, basically <laughs> is. He is a health issue. He has glass knees. Um, who else? I feel like there's one other person we were missing. And to um, clarify, Iggy got hurt last night on kind of the heroic the, throw. The play we talked um, about. Knee kind of basically made contact. Knee or elbow made contact with his head. He's in. He's now on the seven-day DL for concussion sy- symptoms. Exactly. He also had a scrape on his elbow. Sorry, okay. that's what, that was what I was uh, oh, all showing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was about to say, uh, hit him on the up. right. No, yeah. So Tommy John, Tommy John, Jimmy John's, freaky fast. What's your favorite Jimmy John sandwich? Uh, it's gotta be like the Italian nightclub, hot peppers, no onions. Oh, I'm the. I think it's Club Lulu or Ultimate Porker. I love me some bacon and ham. Yep, that's a funny joke. Okay, so that's what it's called. Whatever. Okay, no tomatoes though, and I hate the Italian dressing. I don't get it. I wouldn't just put oil on a sandwich. I'm alright, I'm in the I'm in the studio alone over here. I've lost tweets with the with the small rant on Jimmy John's. Oh, I have an inside line to Jimmy John's. I'm back. What's how do you, how'd you do that? Uh Jessica's both of Jessica's brothers work there. Uh his, her older older, younger brother, uh, is a manager, has been for years. Nice. Um franchisee? No, no, okay. but he went to some some training. Not sure if I'm allowed to talk about this, but uh, <laughs> podcast isn't super popular. Yet, so. <laughs> but Jimmy John's had been working on a chicken bacon ranch. Sounds delicious. Yeah, cold though, still cold. So okay. keep that in mind. So, but they do they do one sell ranch now. You can get mm-hmm. ranch for dipping. Okay. For all the sandwiches, um, if you order it, they typically put it in the bag, so you don't okay. have to ask for it. Other than that, you do have to ask for it for okay. now. And they also sell pickle slices to go on sandwiches. Obviously, you could always buy right. a pickle, but now but you can, can buy sliced pickles on the, on the sandwich, which... Because what sandwich isn't better with pickles? Absolutely. Maybe a PB&J, now, but obviously, <laughs> last week, you know I'll try anything with PB&J. Now, are you, are you just nice, classic dill, or are you like a sweet and Gotta be sweet? dill. Period. Okay. Stop. Uh, I'm completely... <laughs> I'm completely with you with the dill. I just had to ask. What's, okay. what's the other ones? Like sweet and... Uh, bread and butter. Bread and butter. Yeah, which is kind of like this weird, sweet, bitter kind of sour. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. So, anyways, all right, jump yeah, back in. <laughs> V-Mart, <laughs> we suck, man. <laughs> V-Mart um, is your big line. I'll let you take this one up. Uh, V-Mart, and let me read you how it says it. Zero extra base hits. Thus all, far. All caps. It was letters. all caps. I put caps back on. 
We are 15 games in, and your cleanup hitter does not have an extra base hit. Now, due to the fact that when he hits it to the wall, he only takes a nice big loop around first and walks back. You ever seen the movie Babe? Yes. Like the one about Babe Ruth? Oh, I thought you were talking about the pig. No, not the pig. <laughs> it's it's a movie about Babe Ruth uh, with uh, the guy... I, I don't remember what this guy's in. Um, I'll, I'll get the research on the department on it later. I'll get on it. You just talk <laughs> about it. Um... So basically, it's this movie about Babe Ruth, and at the end of his career, he's too fat, he's too slow, so every time he hits a home run, he walks the first, and a courtesy runner would run the ba- run the bases the rest of the way for him. I almost feel like that's what we got with Vimar. Now... John Goodman. That's the one. Um, now, is he a good ball player? John Goodman, I don't think he's ever... <laughs> Awkward, sorry. <laughs> Vimar, I... <sighs> I, I'm ready, and I was ready before the season started to not put him in the four slot. I would rather see when JD's healthy again. I'd rather see JD. Um, I don't want to take away plate appearances from Cabrera, so even put Castellanos there, put Upton there, anybody but Vmart. Is his bat? Could his bat be helpful? Yes, but the fact for how slow he is, and the fact that he can't run bases worth mm-hmm. anything, it really it it kind of defeats the purpose of having having his awesome bat follow up right. Cabrera because now Cabrera's not the fastest. Victor's not the fastest. Who's batting fifth is Normally Upton, Upton. Who's fairly quick. So now Upton's kind of handcuffed. Right. Handcuffed. But, but he think can't about do anything. It. Think about Comerica Park. V-Mart rips a double. He almost has to go to left center up the wall to maybe make it to second. Because otherwise, no matter where the ball goes, unless it goes over the fence, he walks. He basically trots the first, turns back around, and you know waits for the next batter to do what he's doing. And obviously the, the Tigers, I think last year, were in... A very bad spot for how many double plays I got hit into. Yeah. Because think about it. Cabrera and V-Mart, three and four. Slowest guys. guys Cabrera gets a single. <laughs> V-Mart hits a little bit of a, a dinker to short. Yep. Easy double play. Even with you know a bad yeah. infield, you're going to get that double play almost every time. So now that we've covered that V-Mart is old, crotchety, and knees made of glass, let's move on to the next segment of the Tigers update, yep, which is... so it's a bullpen. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this may sound familiar, you but... The, you have it typed twice. Is it kind of important? Well, I'll get to the second one next. Okay. <laughs> so the the one right after V-Mart is the bullpen. So I'm not sure... If, we haven't really mentioned a whole lot this episode. Right. Bullpen's just garbage. Absolutely terrible. Um, we suck. We've sucked for a long time. Uh-huh. When was the last time our bullpen, ERA-wise, was in the top half uh, well, since 2006, since what we have basically declared 2006 to where we are now is the yep. run that the Tigers have early started on. In that 11 years, they've only been in the top half twice. So and that's, barely. That's two out right. of 11. And in year 2006, when they went to the World Series against the Cardinals, they were 10th. And that is their best finishing spot for... Um, this is just off of ERA, basically, is what yes. I base this off of. Is 10th. So 10th is the best you can muster in 11 years. And people, and fans especially... Wonder why we have continued to get pissed off because every time they go to make moves, they, they don't make good moves. You get Joe Nathan washed out. You get <sighs> K Rod, in my opinion, washed out. A little bit. You get yeah. Papa Grande, good one year. After that, washed out. I mean, even throw back to the 2007. Todd Jones? Yeah. Washed out. Th- think about the bad guys that have had in the bullpen like Albuquerque, Daniel Schlereth. The beard. Uh, Come on, it's a dirty, nasty, greasy Phil beard. Phil Coke. Horrible. Ran Gas fast, game. though. Ran fast, though. He did run fast. Yeah. I always wanted to see, like, a, a time. And I feel like they I did never it. forget his arm, though. Like, that thing would just go full gum when yeah. he was looking in for a pitch. I don't know yeah. how he did it, but it's you know. Weird. 
So, anyways, let's let's scratch that point. So, obviously, it went VMart, then bullpen. Uh, the second to last point is also the bullpen. Again, yep. I don't feel like we brought it up enough in this episode. Bullpen's garbage. Yeah, they I don't suck. think they're very good. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. You know what? Let me go ahead and get the research department on it. I'll let you keep talking. Yeah, so bullpen, I mean, and the reason we're harping on this, guys, is because, obviously, we've talked about it for years and years. Bullpen has been in, in just a, a slum, you know, in a... Um, just in their own kind of rut where they're not able to come out of it. Our our starting pitching can't always win us games. So eventually they're going to crack. They're going to get tired after, you know, their five-game rotation. You can't pitch your perfect game every every fifth day when you come in. So you're going to need some help. And, you know, outside oh, of maybe... Oh, boy. I'm really trying to keep it alive. Here, Research man. department struggling. Sorry about that. So, you know, every fifth game, when you need to go to that bullpen, every now and then you need a long relief guy. And right now, everything we have is just shot. You know, I would like to see Joe Jimenez up. I'm not sure if he's going to be your long relief guy, but give him a shot. Let's see what he has. You know, besides that, you have K-Rod, who, again, oh, without, no. without beating the horse dead too much or burying it and then pulling it back up and beating it dead again, and then, you know, maybe you walk away for a day, you come back, it still hasn't decomposed, so you start to hit it again. It's kind of what we're doing here at the bullpen. And so, I don't know. Are, are you done researching? I'm getting tired of ripping on this guy. <laughs> no, you can keep ripping them all you want to. But, um... So, basically, this is, um, overall, sorry, and all of a sudden the computers, your Wi-Fi isn't one of the greatest, and three, two, one, here we are. Okay, so, out of 30 teams, um, you know, I'm just kind of looking around for the Tigers, um, eight and seven, not a terrible record, off to kind of a slow start, not a great start, um, just, you know, still looking, top 20, still can't find them, it was... Just keeps growing. We're looking for the bullpen. Oh, oh, here they are. 30th. Yeah, how many teams are there in the MLB? There's Hold 30. On, wait, wait, let me just ask Google really quick. This yeah. may be cool. Um, we think there may be 30, but again, let's get yeah, the... Yeah, let's uh, double check. Double get check. The, I think we're on this here. Um, how many teams in the MLB? Major League Baseball's number of teams is 30. Okay, so the Tigers are... The worst team of <laughs> the ERA. Sorry for the long pause there. And again, it's hard to beat this bullpen thing dead. Um, we're pretty much done with the bullpen. So on to the very last point. You know what? Let's let's go ahead and give you some deeper stats. ERA, 6.7. That's not good. 44 innings pitch. They have 33 earned runs. Uh, Tweez, this is going in a negative place. Let's stop this. <laughs> okay. Let's stop this. Let's go on to the very last point in oh. the Tigers up dead. Oh, sorry. I'm, um, I'm it's not, okay. Do you want to give them the last last points? We're done with the bullpen. I'm tired yeah, of talking yeah, yeah. about them. Um, so our last point is Homer's given up by the bullpen. <laughs> uh, we, we haven't talked about him enough. I just think we need to get it out there. This... I watched, this bullpen's not good. I watched Sopold, this Australian guy. War, Warwald? War, Warlock Sopold? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's Warlock. It I don't think it's it Warlock. Um, he gave up three homers today. It's Warbold. Right? Sanchez, our favorite Tiger. Uh, Who's oh. your Tiger? Not Sanchez. <laughs> uh, Sanchez gave up two three-run shots last time he was in. It's just too many homers given well, up by these let, guys. Let's keep in mind, he gave up almost 40 by himself last year. So Sanchez is a bad one to... To use. Warmald. I think he's a good one to use. W-O-R-M-A-L-D. Warmald Suppled. Warmald Suppled. I'm sure that's a normal name over there, but man, it doesn't roll off the tongue here. No, it doesn't. So, not. for real, guys, we are done talking about the bullpen and how bad they are. We're done talking about Tigers and how sad we are from those last three games. We're going to move to Wait, a fun... Wait, hold on. Do you want, you want to cover the last? Actually, we, we did have one more um, bullet point here for the Tigers update. I didn't have it. What do you got? Oh, I got bullpen and caps. <laughs> I didn't see it. it oh, sorry. Hold on. It hasn't uploaded. Hold on. Uh, 
Hold on. It must have just not gone through. Oh, there it is. Okay, now we got it. Sorry about that. Yeah, okay. So anyways, uh, moving on to the next one, you know, to keep things light, we wanted to do a story last week, but we didn't get a chance with our break and stuff, and then we had a lot of Tigers to cover, Um, and so... Okay. So, anyways, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, wait, we're going to talk Stole about. Steel second. <laughs> Awkward. Um, so, obviously, you know, me and you are in a lucky spot in our life. We both have lovely ladies that love we us do. and take we care do. of us, and we do vice uh, vice versa to them. We, we also reciprocate, we take care of them. Uh, both have to be named Jessica for people who aren't listening. It's kind of cool and confusing. Uh, reciprocate to mine. Um, yeah, you, you do a good job of taking care of her, though. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going for at least, you know, 60 40. At least, at least win the day. Yeah, that's, that's what good. I go. So, for. anyways, but we have a lot of friends and people out there who aren't as fortunate to have somebody nope. who loves for them and cares for them as much. So we have a lot of friends out there who are doing the dating thing, the online dating thing, looking for people at work, looking for people at the restaurant or out at bars. So we want to talk about that a little bit, kind of our dating tips and stories, and maybe one of our best kind of online pickup lines we used okay. to use because we've both been through online dating before. We have. Um, it, it's in my mind the way I see the world today is. Online everything is the way of the future. What are the chances, even if you're just going to meet a friend, right? At work, what are the chances you find somebody you actually get along with at work? Very slim. At the restaurant, what are the chances that somebody, a stranger you're going to go talk to, actually has any interest in talking to you and becoming your friend? Very little. So it it leads you with one of the really only chances is online dating or meeting up with a friend through a friend. uh, Match.com, Tinder, JDate, Black People Meet, Christian Mingle, Farmers Only. (laughs) Farmers Only. There's lots of options out there. So we're our time. That's the one for old people. Oh, I didn't know that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You know from experience, like no, I saw a commercial today. So anyways, uh, just quick tips without being too weird about it. You know, my tips is to, when you when you start off that first conversation, don't come in like, and I've talked to my buddy Neil about this. Neil, I'm not sure if you're listening. We wanted to have you in. Oh, and actually, hey, Neil just Snapchatted. Uh, we wanted to have you in on the show, but you're working right now, so I do apologize for that. Uh, but my tip for Neil has always been, don't come in so strong with like, tell me everything about yourself. Here's right. what I always want to do with my life. Act, act as if for the first couple of days when you're talking, act as if you guys are just like old friends. You just want to catch yeah. up. Hey, how's your day? What are you up to? Right. Keep it really, really light until you get the sense of, okay, this conversation's fun. We have good banter back and forth. Then you can dive into more about or who even, are you. Even if they, if if she kind of gives you a few nuggets here and there, say, uh, you know, I just, hey, I let my dog out. So, oh, you have a dog. What kind of dog? What's the dog's name? Or, hey, I'm going to hang out with my sister. Exactly. And my There's biggest... a little Timbit. You have a sister? Cool. I do too. A Timbit? Like a, like a donut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, probably, and one of my favorite things that I ever told Neil, actually just anybody, is never... Um, hold on, let me actually give this a snapshot. Never, never end the statement, your reply to them with a sentence. Always end with a question. Give them a reason to talk to back respond. to you. Um, you never want to end open-ended. You know, I mean, you never want to not end open-ended. Right. Give them a chance to either reply or shut you down overtly. You know, if you don't ask them a question, you won't know if they're one interested or if they're completely not interested. So that's my dating tips. What are your tips as far as dating in um, general for online? My, my dating tips, and whether it's profile or anything like that, is... You know, be be honest and be upfront, but it's not like, you know, when they first ask you, hey, how's your day going? Well, my cat just died. No, no, no. You don't have to be that <laughs> upfront about it. But at the same time, you got to be different. You got to set yourself apart because whether they're swiping or clicking or whatever they do, th- these kids and their fancy technology these days, uh, back, when, back when I was single, you know what I mean? Um, whatever they decide to do, if it's just you 
you know, just a classic selfie, and, you know, your thing at the bottom is, you know, life, love, pursuit of happiness, just something, something real plain Jane, nah, they're, they're not going to really take account of you, but it, you know, if, say you got a picture with a dog, go for it, you got a picture with your family, go for it. Got a picture with someone else of the opposite sex. Don't go for it. Don't go for it. Even if it's your brother, or your sister. Right. Maybe your mom, if it's very clear. And that's, that, your that, that's your mom. That's your mom. But, you know, also for people listening to the podcast. Chicks wondering, dig dogs. Always go dog, man. Anybody ever ask me, dog or no, go dog. For anybody who's listening and wondering, <laughs> what are T- Cleb and Tweez talking about? Um, go ahead and skip forward a couple minutes because we will get back into a little more sports related things. But we wanted to have a little fun here. So, again, if you're like, I don't want to listen to this. I don't need to online date. Go ahead and skip forward a couple minutes. We'll jump back into sports in a minute. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't worry about it, man. Okay, so anyways. Uh, oh, so we'll actually move on. What is your best online pickup line that you've ever used? I've talked to you about this. You, I yeah, you, you I, gave a big secret. Big up to do... You really built this up. I did. So here's, you know, if it's a couple, not good, I'm walking out. Mid-show. Okay, you won't walk out. I promise. <laughs> so my, um, my, my easy go-to was kind of compliment the eyes, no matter what color they were. Yeah. Oh, those eyes are so cool. Are they either pick the wrong color, so they kind of come <laughs> back and say no, they're not. Even though her eyes are openly blue. Hey, yeah. those green. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, that's kind of how I got with Jessica a little bit. Was she? Um, she always posted selfies saying, oh, hashtag green eyes, hashtag green eyes. And so I said, I, I messaged her one time on Instagram. I said. Your eyes aren't green. I don't know what you're talking about. So the next day, when we looked at each other's like uh, ID cards for a while, she ended up stealing it, and it was, it was kind of how we started the date. Anyways, but my biggest, here's my big one. I'm super proud of it. So I would be on Tinder or Match or whatever I was on, and um, I would match with somebody, and I'd go to message them, and let's say their name was Susan. I'd say, Susan, oh my gosh, is that you? I haven't seen you in so long. Oh, no. And so I'd act like I knew her, like we were went to like third grade together. Oh, we were in Mrs. Smith's class. Don't you remember? And she's like, I don't think so. I had Mrs. Smith in fourth grade. I'm like, oh gosh, it was fourth grade. I can't believe I forgot. And then, like, I, I could talk and ask her how she is, if she still talks to Heather and stuff. And then about a day later, I finally admit, I said, well, you know what? I actually have no idea who you are, but I thought this was my best chance to talk to you. Was to just bold face lying. Hey, I know who you are. Exactly. We used to be buddies. We shared our crayon box. I let you sharpen your red one. No thoughts. I see you're not walking away. Impressive. No, no, not I'm impressive. good with it. I, I, I dig that. That's pretty impressive. Because I, because my thing was always just cheesy, corny pickup lines. Like you get a match on Tinder. We'll just use Tinder because I think yeah. pretty well most that listen to it know what Tinder is. You get a match. Just real something stupid, corny. Uh, my my early go to <laughs> was. Uh, did you just fart because you blew me away? That, that, was, that was probably top five for me. You know, you got all the other ones. Uh, yeah. Are you tired because you've been running through my mind all uh, day? Funny. I would also just do like, hey, with like one Y, three Ys, two periods, five eight, periods. Eight Ys. Excellent. Yeah, just really mix that up. So, um, Anyways, that's kind of our little fun take on that. Let us know in the comments below or in a post or message. Let what us know if any of those things work. <laughs> what you guys think. And if you do try them, let us know. So what um, Tweez told you was to be honest and upfront. What Cleb told you is to boldface lie to the girl for the first 24 hours to get what you want. That's what Cleb told you today. <laughs> it, was, it, was a fun, it was a fun ride. Anyways, jump on to the next part. So, again, if you happen to fast forward past the date and now you're back on the sports track. Now we're back thanks. to sports. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to jump into a little bit of shenanigans, kind of what we did on and off the field, a little bit of the um, kind of our, our rituals, kind of our how we got ready or are we superstitious and whatnot. So, one of my favorite shenanigans is kind of the fake tag or the, the fake eye tag. We talked about this. In baseball, it's illegal to act like you caught a ball with your hand and your glove come down for a tag because then somebody slides it could get hurt potentially Um, it's a safety precaution 
what I love to do, because I don't believe it's illegal, I don't think in the rule book it says you can't look like you're going to catch a ball, and I showed you this, obviously listeners can't see me, but I get ready, don't act like I'm going to catch a ball with my hands, but I let my eyes get really big, as if there's a ball coming in, like, right, right, and then I, I almost catch, kind of get my hands up, but never bring them together like a catch, and so that usually gets kids to slide, and at least slows them down from turning to go to the next bag, um, so that was my biggest shenanigan on the field, um, maybe like if I was pitching, the catcher threw down to second on a first and third scenario, I would slap my glove, make it look like I caught the ball, and I would look at the third base runner, and then he'd be like, what? And then the ball's down at second, so he doesn't steal. Um, besides that, you know, on baseball-wise, there's not a whole lot of shenanigans to be had on the field with the other team. Um, we actually, both of us played two prominent positions in our fields. Yours was baseball, you pitched. Um, mine was hockey, I played goalie. Um, so we both kind of field generals a little bit, had, had a big say in what goes on. Um, my thing was a few different things. Um, mine would be if somebody was standing in front of me, kind of screening me a little bit, I had my two go-tos. You know, I'd give the stick, the little shimmy, little jab. Um, at the bottom of their skate. So if you're not ready for it caught off guard, you may go all the way hit the deck. You may just kind of lose your balance, and all of a sudden, you know, you're you're off doing something else trying to catch yourself. <clears throat> my the one that was really questionable was well, I actually that was this was my favorite. But uh, behind the knee, there's actually zero padding in hockey. There's a few spots in hockey that you have no padding. <laughs> um, kind of up the ribs, there's really nothing there. Behind the arms. Just think about it. Normally you're facing, yeah, you're facing yeah, right? Yeah. You're facing, so everything's covering you. Ribs behind the arms, behind the legs. A lot of free skin there. So the worst spot to really get somebody, and most people may call it bush league or say I was a dirty guy <laughs> after I admit this, but mine was always behind the knee. You give them a little chop, a little poke, even just a light tap. Yeah, I I can go up to you right now and go like this, and if you're standing up, you you'll probably buckle or yeah. at least kind of move a little bit. Oh man! But sometimes if you've had the same guy in front of you almost all game. That shove and that poke gets a little harder every time because yeah. you get more and more pissed and you just want him to move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that's funny. I, I, you know, I think I told the story a little bit. Sometimes I'd throw a breaking ball. It wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't break, and somebody thought they were gonna hit. Gonna get hit. Yeah. And they get mad at me, and so then I'm like, oh, I didn't right. mean to do that. Next, next ball, breaking ball that does break, and now they just look absolutely stupid. Now, did you ever openly, um, openly give them chin music or openly ever <laughs> throw at somebody? Um, I think not as a pitcher. Okay. <laughs> in softball, as I've gotten older, I've gotten I've gotten fairly mad. I do have sometimes I can get a slight temper. Okay. <laughs> um, for people who just don't know what they're doing or just just being just little butt butt faces. Um, so what I just do a is little butt face, just a little butt face. Okay. Yeah, big butt face. That's a whole different issue. I bring take it to the umpire, tell him, hey, he's being a butt face. The umpire kicks him out for being a butt yeah. face. There's rules against it. Right. So it's, um, it's in the butt. <laughs> but um, sometimes uh, I will um, maybe throw a little bit up the line okay. to first base. <laughs> um, I, I say this lightly because without trying to like sound braggy, I, I do throw fast and it can actually hurt somebody. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, you would know firsthand <laughs> for first wrist, uh, I would say. Oh, but, so um, let, let, you know, we'll just go ahead and tell the story. Let's set the scene. So, Cleb and I, this is our first time ever playing s- slow pitch softball. Yeah, this We're is the the story on the show? No. Oh. Him and I, both prominent players, bigger bats, pretty big solid arms, but we've never played together, just the way it worked out. He needed a sub, so I came in. So we're just, you know, kind of playing some toss, just, you know, loosening the arm up, getting it warm for the game, and all of a sudden the sun's looking right at me. As the sun starts to set, we're getting ready to play under the lights, which I always love. But sun's looking right at my eyes, so I say, hey, <laughs> hey, when you get ready to throw the ball, let me know, because I can't really see anything. 
you know, about two seconds pass. <laughs> just clunk. Ball straight to the wrist. <laughs> I collected myself. Uh, you threw it. <laughs> Reached down. Just golf ball on, on my wrist. Where my wrist bone sticks out, just golf ball. <laughs> For the whole night, didn't really feel it. Adrenaline, swollen. If you touched it, it hurt like a son of a bee. Next morning, I woke up. Oh, man, it was like having just a brick on my hand because it didn't move. <laughs> no, I, I will admit, I don't know if I've openly told you this before. On that, th- I wasn't trying to hurt you on the throw, but I, I had not yet in our warm-ups actually thrown one. Right. We were kind of lightly tossing. Right. I did decide on that throw. It wasn't in correlation to the sun being in your eyes. Right. It just happened to me. Right. That, um, and I my did- concern was like... Yeah, the, that one was a little firmer around the wrist. It was much firmer. My, my concern was wrist straight just broke. Because <laughs> ball straight to the bone. This can't go well. Luckily walked away with a bruise. Hell of a shiner the next couple days. Yeah, I'd like to uh, formally apologize for throwing hard um, with the sun in your eyes. Next time I will be in the sun. Hey, you know what? Next time when I say, hey, let me know when you throw it. Just, hey, it's coming. It's just slowing up. That's all I want to hear. I thought maybe you might see my arm moving as if a throwing motion were happening. I could barely see anything, dude. Well, it was just a big ball hey, of hey, sun I was looking hey, at. Hey, this isn't the hot dog bun incident. Let's not get mad again, all right? Where's the bun? I don't know, man. It's a shell. <laughs> I would try it. Whatever. Let's yeah. Go. So anyways, that's... Uh, oh, and we'll cover our last point or what we really have down. What, what was your go-to... Or pregame ritual, as a pitcher, you had plenty. As a goalie, I had plenty. What was what was just a couple that you could give us? Yeah, it's pretty much the biggest thing. Me and you are both, you know, without getting into this whole religion aspect, me and you are, are both men of faith. We yeah. enjoy what we believe in. We believe in God. And so my, my go-to would be I'd get the ball out from warm-ups. I'd kneel down behind the mound. I'd take a quick prayer, you know, ask for, you know, a little help if it's, you know, to be his will to throw some strikes. I would draw two, I would draw, um, two crosses, one on the left. One on the right of my body, and then when I step up to the plate, I mean on, onto the onto the mound, I basically was telling myself that now I'm on the third uh, the third cross with um, with God, you know, help me or Jesus. So that's kind of my ritual, is I would, I would do that every time I take my hat off, pray, de- take a deep breath. Um, and so without getting you know too emotional on that yeah. part, uh, the other thing I'd always love to do is on all my hats, uh, right underneath the bill where I could see it when the hat was still on, I'd, I'd write deep breath in all caps. And that goes back to my mom. Mom, I'm sure to listen to this episode. Um, you always yell, deep breath, sweetie, deep breath. Um, you know, basically saying relax, every pitch to relax. And that's something that honestly helped me in college and in pitching is just to take a deep breath. Every pitch. Baseball is such a, you have to be forgiving, right? You're going to give up a home run. You're right. going to throw a bad pitch. You're going to hit a guy. The next pitch, it's going to be really bad if it's still on your mind. So baseball or anything in life, take a deep breath. Right, let it out and re- regain yourself. So that's that's kind of my rituals going in, um, and that's part of why baseball. I think is still a big part of my life is because of you know it's always been a family thing, oriented family. I was able to tie my religion and beliefs into it. I, I think that God has put me in a place to be able to help people, and that's why I like coaching to this day. Um, mine were actually a lot of small, just kind of small weird ones. Um, whether it was getting ready, getting dressed. Left skate always had to go on before the right one. Um, little stuff like when I was stretching, stretch the left leg out before the right one. Um, before the game started, it was three sips of water. Spit the first one, drink the second, spit spit the third one. Stuff that I can still tell you to this day because of some of it I still do yeah. if, if I am playing something like that. But for me, it was all little things. And if one of those little things just felt off, then the whole game felt off. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you could remember... Okay, well, I I swallowed the third one and spit it out. Okay, uh, now I'm gonna have a terrible game. Exactly. Even just something stupid like that. Yeah. Because in our our positions, they always say to be a pitcher or to be a goalie, something like a that. You gotta crazy. you gotta be a little crazy yeah. in the head, and everything's not okay. 
so for us to have all those superstitions, that just probably solidifies the point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I did have actually a couple small ones. Um, anytime I'd go out to the pitcher's mound, yeah. I would run uh, or a light brisk walk, and I'd always jump. <laughs> <laughs> I'd always jump over the foul line, right. the chalk, and then whenever well, I supposedly it's bad luck to step on it, right? That's what a lot of people say. Okay. I, I never thought of it as bad luck. It's just something I always did. So I guess I did think of it as bad luck. So going onto the field or off the field, I'd always jump. But as soon as the, the coach pulled me, I would walk and I would drag my foot over the line. Um, to kind of end my time okay. on the field. So I would walk and I would basically break the line. Okay. Um, that was one thing. And then <clears throat> I would always like to throw probably one of every pitch. That's not really sh- uh, right. rituals, but it's just kind of make sure you know what you got. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I would always have, like in high school, yeah. always have a butterfinger before every game. Okay. A little mm-hmm. bit of a push of sugar right before it kind of go on, give you a little bit of adrenaline. Right. So. Mine were mine were actually like normally in sets of three. How I said the three water thing. Um you know, when I was warming up, taking shots, three in the glove, three in the blocker, three on each plan. Nice. You go skate away, go go get loose again. Um, just little things, that, but it always had to be in three. Before every shot and before every play started again, it would be, you know, stick, pad, ice. You know, just little things that you, you would kind of do in your head that, yeah, this is going to make me play better if I don't do it right. Now, maybe people, people out there are thinking, wow, sports players are just weird. They're always <laughs> these weird feelings. You can't do something if it's not right. I challenge you to find, to disagree with this statement, right, for people who aren't right. sports players out there. When you put your shoes on, whether they're slip-on or tied, yeah. sometimes they're loose, sometimes they're not. How frustrating is it when your left shoe is ten times tighter right. or loose, more loose than your other shoe? You almost always have to stop and right. fix it before you can go on throughout or your day. Or even not with shoes. Have you ever just done something and say, well, that didn't feel right? So you either do it again, and maybe this is just OCD or whatever it is. Yeah. Whether you do it again or the next time you do it, you think about it more. Whether it's just, you know, you went to go lock your car, but it beeped three times and that didn't make you feel okay. Oh, so it makes it's the like, fourth beep. Right, so it's the fourth beep, or you only like to beep it twice. Or, you know, just, just little things like that, where it's not even athlete-based, but little things you go through, and it's like, okay, that didn't feel right, i got to do it again. Yeah. So, basically, that's the show for, for today. Yeah. Thanks for listening, thanks for coming out. Um, it was a pretty good show. Uh, trying to think if there was anything we needed to kind of wrap Try up. Try to give you guys a little different feel than just all Tigers, all bullpen, how terrible it is, all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. Hopefully the, you know, the shenanigans and the, and the dating thing was a, a light break from a heavy push on the bullpen, so keep an eye out. Next week is going to be, we'll be recording on draft day if yeah. everything stays up, so, um, you know, we kind of pushed a little bit late this week. We'd like to see maybe some live tweets come in, some right. live Facebook Post maybe we'll do a live Facebook video when we record right live um, Facebook video uh, we have we have our Twitter out there um, at Kleb underscore and underscore Tweez uh, so you might see us do some live tweeting during the draft whether we liked it didn't like it um, like I said before if you if you want to get on the Facebook issue um, talk to him more so than myself um, when it comes to Twitter talk talk to me a little bit more than him obviously we both can run both sites but it's just whichever one we prefer to use normally exactly so again. You know, for uh, for the club and tweet show, it's episode nine. Right? It's club. It's tweets. Peace. Take it easy, guys. Back, 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 back.